right, if you will turn with me to 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. Oh, God has been ministering this to me, and, and what, a, what a joy, what a joy. All right, John, uh, 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. He said, he that saith, he abideth in Jesus, ought himself also to walk even as he walked. I want to read that again. He that saith, that he abideth in him, in Jesus, ought himself also to walk even as he walked. And before I get in this, I want to ask you a question. You know, Jesus was talk, uh, Jesus, when he was on the earth, it said that many Pharisees, many Pharisees believed on him. But they were afraid they were going to get kicked out of church if they said anything, so they didn't say anything. Now, I'm going to ask you, do you have the courage to believe the Word of God? Amen. Do you have the courage, not like those Pharisees who wouldn't say it aloud that they believed that Jesus was the Christ. They wouldn't say it because they were afraid they were going to get kicked out of the church. Well, folks, get ready to get kicked out. Amen. Go with me to John 5 because I'm going to show you something you may have never understood before, never seen before, and it is a joy to see it. It was a joy when God ministered it to me. I want you to go to John 5. I'm going to begin in verse 19. This is our Savior. This is Jesus of Nazareth, born of a woman. This is Jesus who went to the cross. And look what he says here in verse 19. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself. Do you see those words? The Son can do nothing. Nothing. The Son can do nothing of himself. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? I remember when I was a little girl in, in, in Sunday school. And they would say, oh, we're gonna, you know, you, you got to walk just like Jesus did. Oh, they used to say, what would Jesus do? And I would think, well, what does he care about what Jesus did? That was Jesus. There's no way I can be like Jesus. Guess what, folks? What does it say here? The son can do nothing. The son can do nothing. Jesus himself standing there telling the Pharisees and the Sadducees he can't do anything. Amen. He can do nothing. Go with me uh, to verse 30. Jesus again says, I can of my own self do nothing. Amen. I can of my own self do nothing. This is your Messiah. This is your example. This is how we walk. How can that be? How can this man that went to the cross and died for us stand here and tell these people, I can't do anything? Go with me to John 8, verse 28. Amen. Jesus again. Jesus said unto them, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you shall know that I'm he and that I do nothing of myself. I do nothing of myself. Your Messiah stands here in John speaking to all his disciples saying, I can do nothing. Well then, how did he raise Lazarus from the dead? How did he heal the blind man? How did he heal the lepers when he's standing there saying, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. You will see if you have the courage, the love of Jesus for you. 
standing there saying, I can do nothing. Go with me to Philippians 3. Amen. Verse 5. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. There were two, two. Jesus and the Father were both gods. There were two, and they got along. Two, and notice it says, verse seven, but made himself of no reputation. You study that out. It says he emptied himself. He emptied himself. The NIV says he made himself nothing. Amen. Nothing. Do you have the courage to believe that? Jesus became nothing. Nothing. Why? For you. For you, Jesus became nothing. He said it in John himself. I can do nothing on my own. I can do nothing. He emptied himself of all his godly ability. Then how, how could a God that became a man and became nothing, how could he get Lazarus out of that grave? Turn with me to Matthew. Matthew chapter 3. Thank God. Matthew chapter 3, starting in verse 13. This is how the God that gave up all his godly ability and said, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. Nothing. How did he get this power? Verse 13. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. Now remember, Jesus is now about 30 years of age. It says, Jesus, 30 years of age, he never did a miracle in his first 30 years of his life. Not one. Not one miracle. Oh, you hear rumors in church how he talked to the birdies. Not written in the word, folks. What does it say in the word? He did, he could not do one miracle. Why? Because he was just like you and I. He could do nothing. Oh, he talked to the priests and the Pharisees in the temple, and they were amazed, astonished at his understanding and his answers. But you know what? He couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything. All right? So what happens to Jesus that gave it all up? Gave it all up. Left all, all his godly ability where he could do nothing. Nothing. It says, but 14, but John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of you. And comest thou to me? And Jesus answered John and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. All righteousness. All the work of God. All the right standing with God. Then he suffered him. John said, all right. I love how Jesus said, we both got to do this. John, you got to do it. You got to put me under the water. He said, for us to fulfill all righteousness. One of John's jobs sent to earth by God was to put Jesus in the water. One of John the Baptist's job was to get Jesus in the water. And they went down. Why? Because Jesus had to be baptized in water. Why did Jesus have to be baptized in water? Because he could do nothing. He could do nothing. And he had a soul like yours and mine that liked to run off and do things. 
Jesus had to be baptized in water to put to death the old man in him. And you wonder why should I be baptized or not? Get your body in the water and make sure it goes under. Right? Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus told John, John, you got to do this. Jesus had to go in the water. Now, what happens when Jesus comes out of the water? And Jesus, when he was baptized in water, not before, after, and went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, not a dove, like a dove, and lighting upon him, and lo, a voice from heaven, the first time this man of 30 years old hears the voice of his father. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What happened to Jesus when he came out of the water? The Holy Spirit came on him. The Holy Spirit came on him. Jesus, the man that could do nothing, nothing. Oh, what love he had for us that he could stand there and do nothing when he's the one that created everything he saw. By his own self, he created the world. And now he's standing there saying, I can do nothing. So what happened? He had to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Who did the works? Turn with me to John 14, 10. John 14, 10. It says, believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? Jesus is speaking this. He said, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. Jesus didn't make up his own sermons, folks. He spoke what the Father told him. Where'd he get it? The Holy Ghost in him, telling him what to say. Jesus said, I can do nothing. It was the Holy Ghost telling Jesus what to say. And he was telling him what the Father told him to say. It says that here. I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. He doeth the works. He doeth the works. It was the Father in the Holy Ghost in Jesus doing the works. Jesus said, I can do nothing. Why, when Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda, didn't he clear the whole place out? Why didn't he heal them all? Because the Father in him didn't tell him to. The Holy Ghost didn't tell him to. When you are in the Holy Ghost and you're walking in the anointing like I am right now, it is amazing what, uh, listening to the Holy Ghost telling you what to say, telling you where to move, telling you what to, how to use your hands, how to use your feet, telling you what's happening in the Spirit. That's exactly what Jesus did. That's exactly how Jesus moved. He only did what the Father told him. He only did what the Spirit moved him to. Why? Because Jesus said, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. I gave it all up to come down here and show you how to do it. And you say, you don't need the Holy Ghost. Jesus did. He couldn't do anything without the Holy Ghost. Jesus needed the Holy Ghost so that he could get himself ready to go to the cross. So that the Holy Ghost led him every bit of the way, telling him what to say, telling him what to do, telling him heal here, cast out that devil. That's what that devil is, Jesus. And Jesus would cast it out. He followed 
what the Father was doing in him through the Holy Ghost. That's how you and I are supposed to walk. Whoa. You know what? That, that's why John said, he who says he abides in him ought himself to walk as Jesus walked. Jesus was baptized in the Holy Ghost. What are you waiting for? You won't be able to do anything without that Holy Ghost. You can't. Jesus couldn't. Jesus couldn't. I can do nothing. And you know what's so wonderful about that? The man that could do nothing but only follow the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost led him. It's time to go to the cross. Jesus said, I'm troubled. I've got the cross I'm looking at, and I'm troubled. And I want to say, Father, save me from this hour. But he said, this is the very reason I came. The man that could do nothing was going to the cross for you and I. And he had to trust the Father, and he had to trust the Holy Ghost leading him, and he had to do what they told him to do because he was going to die an awful, awful, awful death for you and I. And he had to get himself ready. And you know who worked with him? God, through the Holy Ghost. Jesus said that I will be left alone, but I won't be alone because the Father's with me. Why? He was telling him what to do. He was telling him how to move. He was with him. You know what? God will do the same thing for you. Amen. You'll go through some awful days, folks, but God will be right there with you. Comforting you, saying, go on, go on, go on, I'm right here. Go on, do this. Go on, say this. I love when God, that anointing, is leading us. I love it. I love it. It'll say, that devil right there needs to come out. It's out. Doesn't have a choice. Because of the anointing in us, we can do nothing. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. Well, you know what? That was the same man that said, I can do nothing. Nothing. But you know what? That man that could do nothing went to the cross for you. Went to the cross as a man, hung on the cross, nailed to it, and then took on your sin. As a man. As a man that could do nothing. As a man that could do nothing, he bore your sin. He became your sin. That man became a murderer, became a rapist, became a sexual pervert, became a liar, became an unbeliever, became a self-righteous, pious, lovely little thing. He became that. He became it as a man that could do nothing. Nothing. And then he said, it's finished. Father, it's finished. As a man, I did this. As a man that could do nothing, it is finished. And he went to the grave. And he went to hell. And he suffered in hell as a man that could do nothing. Nothing but suffer hell. Why? For you. For you. For you. He did it as nothing. And when it was time... Three days later, the father was satisfied and a man that gave everything up to where he could do nothing. He satisfied God concerning you and me, concerning what you did, what I did. He satisfied the father and the father said, that is enough. And he went and raised him from the dead. Now, we are to walk like Jesus walked. The first thing you have to do is get that spirit of Jesus in you. And you must be born again. Jesus said you must be. 
You must be. Do you have the courage to walk like Jesus did and not like your pastor does? Walk like Jesus. Get Jesus in you. I want you to call on that name, Jesus, and be born again. Jesus. 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 Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.